Hey y'all, welcome back. Episode 26. We are we're we're chugging along here. We're almost at seven months. 26. <laughs> um, thank you guys for you know continually listening into us ramble. Um, hopefully, y'all love last week's episode. We are gonna talk a little bit about WrestleMania because I did see some of the highlights. Um, but this week's episode is the most random mailbag to date. Um, plus you know, talking sports and all the other fun stuff we've got going on. March Madness just ended last night. What a game. Uh, we'll, Hell of a game. We're going to jump into that. Uh, my Tar Heels lost, sadly, um, but great game, great effort by, by both teams. Um, one of those that's probably, I, I would say, a, a classic going down um, to the end. So let's just jump into this. Kevin, I know you paid a little bit more attention this year than I did with the women's basketball tournament, but South Carolina didn't just beat UConn. They uh, whooped them. That was, yeah, I think they just had a hell of a lot more length on that team. Yeah, it was a tough game for my women's Huskies, but shout out to them for making it to the Final Four, even with, you know, they had some injuries along the way. Their center went down, I believe, in the quarterfinals. So yeah. that was a really big hit to them. But, hey, I look at it as as a UConn fan. This is a good thing. The all of those young guards are going to be coming back. Paige is coming back. Azzy Fudd is coming back. They're going to come back stronger than ever. They're going to have some freshmen that are going to be hungry to play. Yep. And, and I think it will be something. And the nice part is Paige will be a hundred percent. You know she was not playing at a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's not, true. And not even close. And she, yeah. you could see it. I watched. So I watched the game on. Monday. So they played Sunday night. Um, I watched it Monday just because I totally spaced the game was on uh, <laughs> and probably went to bed early. Um, but watching it, you could tell she wasn't playing like she was at the beginning of the year where she was moving swiftly through. There was too much. They were really trying to get her on her own by setting up ball screens instead of her attacking like she was. Um, yeah. The but other than that, you know, shout out before you keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, but you're good. I need to shout out. We got to shout out Dawn Staley. Oh, God, I love her. Multiple championships. I remember I've I love I've loved Dawn Staley when she was a player for the Charlotte Sting. And, you know, kudos to her for bringing in home another title. Yep. I mean, I would hope, you know, she's going to keep building those programs there. Maybe she gets a professional job somewhere else. But She's doing a phenomenal job at South Carolina, and just I, I'm excited to see what else she does. She's hot. She's a hard one to beat, you know. She just got a massive contract extension, so that I don't think she's going to leave. I, I think she's more like the Pat Summit and Gino Ariana. Yeah, kind I of think deal, she's where set. they're not going to leave the sport they're in. They're not going to go to the professional level. Yeah. Because I bet she's getting paid more than any professional coach besides um, maybe Becky Hammond, besides Becky Hammond, Becky Hammond makes the most out of all women's basketball coaches and WNBA. But I don't think Dawn's going to leave because she's got this whole demeanor. Like you watch her and how her team plays for her. Unbelievable. I'm so excited to see what she does. Um, I wish I could remember the girl's first name, but the girl last name, Boston, she was dominant. Apparently she grew up an hour from Yukon and it was Yukon's so number one recruit that year. And she decided to go down to South Carolina because um, 
it was, I think only a, a year or two removed after South Carolina had won their first national championship with Asia Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, and what Don had done with the bigger, not, I wouldn't, I'm not saying bigger girls, but the taller, more like the power yeah, forward, the centers, the, yeah. those type of position, um, female players and loved it. So I I'm excited to see what they do. I'm actually, I, I know it's not up here, but, um, West Virginia, they just hired their new women's basketball coach too. Yes. Um, I, oh, I, it's such a hard last name to pronounce. I don't want to screw it up. I've read, read the article, it? but um, it's like such a weird way to say it. So, um, but she comes from, I believe it's South Dakota. Uh, South Dakota State. South Dakota State, because they they did they upset uh, Mississippi and Baylor this year in the women's tournament. Um, she's put out a lot of good players, conference players, has won a lot of conference titles, um, great recruiter. So hats off to her for getting yes. that position at West her Virginia. Her name is – all right, here we go. Here we go. Oh, God, Kevin. Her name is Dawn Pleitzowit. Okay. Dawn Don P. We're, we're going to call Dawn, her. Coach, we're, I'll find it. I'm going to find the phonetics. Hold on. I did find it. It was in one of the articles that they put out. So you could actually say it, but I'm going to call oh, it. Oh, here it is. It, you're right. I just found that article. Plights Zoo White. So Plights Zoo White. White. Don Plights. Okay, White. we did it. Okay. There it is. I'm still going to go with Coach P. It just sounds much easier. <laughs> yes. she, is it? Yeah. So she coached Grand Valley State, mm-hmm. Northern Kentucky, and South Dakota, and they beat Ole Miss. And Baylor this year, and Baylor, at, which was at home, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's – and Baylor was projected to be, you know, a Final Four team. Yes. So that's huge for her. Um, I did see today that one of the – I think she was a junior uh, guard for West Virginia did enter the transfer portal. A couple of them did, I, I think But you so. know what? At this point, I'm so used to it with our school that – it's okay. Um, you know, the men's team is having a guy from Iowa who is a stout defender, like more of a Javon Carter, not a big scorer, but a crazy defender. Visiting oh, the guy, they, the guy from, his name is Dickerson. Yeah. From Iowa. Yeah. He's, he's, is he from, I think he's originally from, from Iowa, but he played. No, no, at no, South- no, no, no. This is, so he's from the Bronx and he went and played at Iowa. You're Wait, who's this about, we're talking about? You're talking about the white kid. Did we just add another person? So we haven't added him yet. He's visiting this weekend. He has like a plethora of teams look like schools looking at him. Um, oh, he, Joe at, Toussaint. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he he's coming uh, this weekend to check out the program, talk with hugs, all that. Um, I'm very excited. I hope they can bring him in. That would just be great. I know we did get the kid from South Carolina. Yes, so uh, his name is... Stevenson. So that's huge. He, him coming in is really, really big because he was before he went to South Carolina, he was like the leading, one of the leading scorers on his team was still leading scorer on South Carolina. Uh, he was at Wichita state. Then he went to uh, Washington state for a year. And then he went to South Carolina with huh. uh coach, uh coach hugs and former guy interesting oh yeah and he's now frank martin's now at the university of massachusetts yeah he got, got canada south carolina goes to umass 
Yeah, Wichita State, Washington, and then South Carolina is where Eric Stevenson came from. He only has one year with us. A lot of people are comparing him. I thought he had to, two. I thought it, I thought they were giving him two because of graduate transfers and all that. No, they just they're in this they article that one. I'm reading says he only gets one. Okay. So that will be interesting because I know there was talk. Like I remember in Huggins's press conferences this year that he kept talking about that you know maybe he didn't choose the right you know one year transfers, but. I'm ex- this guy, Stevenson, they say he's going to be Sean McNeil, but better defense. Okay. That, that'd then, be nice because Sean McNeil's defense was, was uh, trash. Garbage fire. Yep. So hopefully this uh, Eric Toussaint guy maybe commits to us. But I'm, I'll be honest, I'm, I, I really hope we go after a rebounder. We, we, I, we have to. We, there's, no, there's no way we can't because everyone in the Big 12 rebounds, and we, we couldn't. And we um, couldn't this year, yeah. Yeah. Let's slide over to the next subject. So this was big. Yes. Um, if you're a golf fan, even if you just watch the Masters like I do, like I'll probably put it on Thursday afternoon and have it on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Tiger Woods said yesterday he might play, He depending on how his body feels. He went through a practice round today. Kevin, there was thousands of people just there to watch him in his nine hole practice round. Cause he's tiger, man. It's tiger. Like people care about golf when tiger's playing. I, yeah. I, back. When tiger was out for, with his back and all that, I just remember talking to my dad and being like, I don't want to watch it. Like tiger woods was, is the draw to me. hundred percent. Like I do like watching, um, is it Jordan Spieth and those kind of the younger guys that are, that are pretty good come up but like it's tiger tiger is golf to all to our age to our demographic like tiger is golf um now the big question is if he does participate does he make the cut for the weekend he's going over a year removed that that was actually one of my questions that we had in our mailbag which was if tiger actually plays does he make the cut i mean honestly it depends He's Tiger. I honestly think he could probably make the first cut. I, I think, think he could make the first cut if he plays. Yeah, I just I don't know. Does he make it? You know, they got they have their Thursday. You have your Friday cut, which is your top guys go Saturday, Sunday. I think it's going to be really, really close, just because he hasn't done a lot. You know, granted, we don't know every all the extent, but he's done all his rehab. He's gotten back to form where he can play golf which mm-hmm. is awesome. I don't expect him to win the masters. I don't expect him to do a lot more than be there and really just show face and perform up to somewhat of his own standards. So I am excited. I will definitely watch when he's on. Um, I, I just hope he, he does, does well. I'd love to see him make, make it past that first cut, but I don't, Part of me almost says no, that he doesn't, just because he hasn't golfed in over a year. So I agree. I agree. All right, let's move on. Kevin, this is going to hurt you just a little bit. And sorry, your Lakers and your Knicks. Well, the Knicks are officially eliminated. They got eliminated last weekend uh, when the Celtics 
because the Celtics are officially in right now. I think they're like the third or fourth. I don't even know. There's only like two games left in the season. Mm-hmm. So um, I think there's, I think the Celtics are in third. This game behind me will help figure that out uh, yeah. with Chicago playing the Bucks. So hopefully the Chicago wins and that'll help us out. Um, well, I'm secretly hoping that I don't really care if Chicago wins. I just need Giannis to have a hell of a game because I am currently in my fantasy basketball league. I'm in the finals right now. Ooh. I narrowly just beat out to win uh, my round by having the most points. Shout out to my team for crushing it in the last, like in the 11th hour. But the guy I'm placing playing right now, he currently has a couple of the bulls on there. DeMar DeRozan, he has Nikola, Nikola Vucevic on there. So it'll be tough, but I have Giannis on my team, and Giannis is a stud mm-hmm. along with I have a couple of other great players like Miles Bridges Ooh, um, from, from Charlotte. I have I have a lot of guys that are on, like, hot streaks right now. So I'm just hoping right now, currently, I am up because I'm killing it. Anthony Edwards is on my team. Here's the question, though, for like, say someone like Miles Bridges, like the Hornets are in the play-in tournament, right? Yeah. They are in the play-in, no matter mm-hmm. what. They could lose their next two, they could win their next two, but they're in the play-in. Yeah. Do you sit your? Oh, God, that's what I'm like so like. Do you nervous sit about... your starters and put your bench players in so that they are rested? for that plan because the play you've got to play if you win you go to the next game like a day or two later mm-hmm. like what's what do you do that's the well, big question well well i think that if your teams like records are still super close i say you play till the end though yeah if you're really close if you if you definitely have the you know you're like this neck and neck yeah like if you're yeah. literally like half a game out I say you keep playing and playing and playing until something gives. Yeah, I but agree. What, hold on. We, you know what? Let's look I'm looking it up right now. Keep, keep going. Beautiful. Um, um, let's see. But like, yeah, the Lakers, it's heartbreaking. I'll be, it's probably, this is probably one of the more disappointing seasons that I've seen out of the Lakers. Um, it's really tough. Um, I feel bad for LeBron. You know, he's scoring fifties, 40 yes. points for like the next you know, for the for this year, it was a wasted year, and I blame honestly one person, and I blame that on Russell Westbrook. He needs to be traded. We need honestly you need a whole Magic overall. Said? Yeah, Magic said that we could have had DeRozan, Caruso, and Buddy and Healed. Healed, and all you had to trade was um, shoot Kuzma for Healed, and we've been all set. Yeah, and, and, and Kuzma sucked, and I I could give a shit about Kuzma's Kuzma. trash. It's ridiculous. All right, All right. So what do we got? Okay. So here's, wow. here's, hold on. Here's, here's what you have for your standings right now. Okay. And this is the top 10 teams in the East. Heat, Celtics, Bucks, 76ers, Bulls, Raptors. So those six teams are good. The only way that this could all fall apart is if the Raptors lose their last couple of games. They have, it looks like the Raptors have four games left. Um, and they lose all four, and somehow the Hawks win all. Uh, looks like okay. four games. They could bounce over and be this. The Hawks could be this. Uh, or the sorry, 
the Cavs could be um, taking over for the Raptors. So that, mm. it's the only, that's really tricky there. But the Nets and the Hornets are tied for at 40 and 38 each. Yeah. So if and I'm the Nets not, and, and the I'm Nets the Hornets. Are 10. Nets are 10th. Yeah. So why, why did I wonder why they gave them the 10th? They must have probably that season oh, series that the, the Hornets are probably up. Season series and probably looking at the opponents and what they've who they've beaten more and all that, like similar schedule wise. That's kind of how they look at it. Yeah. Um, because like so if I'm the Hornets, I'm playing all yeah, my you're guys. Play, you're playing like, no Lamelo, all the you're all young. You're playing right now. Because yeah. if anything, maybe you can go ahead and try your best to take out the Hawks because they're not too far away. They're about a third game. game out. They're a game. So if you keep playing, maybe the Hawks have a bad night and you guys end up tying them up. You know, I say you still keep playing out here. Yeah. Like looking at it, the Celtics, Bucks, and 76ers all have the same record, 48 and 30. Oh, my goodness gracious. Any Bucks. Any three of those teams? No, South Celtics are forty nine and thirty. Oh, sorry, they're forty nine. Yeah, sorry, I looked at that wrong. So, technically, they could the Bucks could jump over the Celtics. The Seventy Sixers could jump over. The only team that can't is Bulls can't. Um, well, well, the Bulls and Raptors are tied. So, can you imagine, think about this? The Bucks beat the Bulls. Bulls drop under the Raptors, and then the Bucks are tied with the Celtics. Gosh. This is going to be an exciting week of basketball because nobody Technically, can though, rest. The, the Bucks would, t- yeah, the, the Bucks would be tied with the Celtics because the Celtics aren't playing tonight, so they only game gain a game half game advantage. Yeah. So, and the Celtics, I think, had the season series against the Bucks this year. Oh. So that okay. that's, that's your big. saving grace, unless that's although a saving grace would if the Celtics were to accidentally just lose a game, right? And they pick that game back up. But I don't think they're playing. I don't think the Celtics. Come on. Why can't you just let me? I don't care about these garbage teams anymore. Let me go back well, to Merritt is looking for the Celtics schedule. Looking at the West, the West is pretty much set. Lakers are completely out. Yep. Spurs, you got the 10th seed against the Pelicans. And then you have the Clippers and the Timberwolves. You know, the Western Conference, as we're looking at it right now for the playoffs. Oh, my God. I mean, the Suns are the Suns right now, but wow, I'm a little surprised. I did not know the Grizzlies are the second overall seed. Second, all right. So it's the Mavs and the it's the Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors, um, Warriors, and Mavs, aren't they? Is it the Mavs? Yeah, the that's the fourth? top four. And they were showing like two years ago. The Mavs, they were all on the, the Grizzlies, bottom. and the Suns were the three worst teams in all of the NBA. I will say. At the eye test, like I don't watch too much Grizzlies basketball just because it's hard to find them on TV because they're not on national TV. But they was, there was a game a couple weeks back where they completely, I think they were playing the Bulls and they completely dismantled them. And they didn't even have John Moran in the in the lineup. Mm-hmm. So whatever they're whatever they're, the hell they're, they're twenty mixing and up two there without Jaw. They twenty and two. Mm-hmm. See, like that's that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Can you imagine if you just add a maybe an, another actual star? The Grizzlies are going to be yeah. Ridiculous. So the Celtics' final three games, they play the two teams that are playing right now. 
They play the, oh. the Bulls tomorrow. Oh, oh, so the Bulls, my God, here's the downside for the Bulls. If they want to advance, they play tonight and they play tomorrow night. They play against two of the top teams in the East tonight and tomorrow. Bucks tonight, Celtics tomorrow. After that, on Thursday, the Celtics go and play the Bucks. So the Celtics had a couple of days off. They go to the Bulls. I hope they win that. Then they go to Milwaukee. That's going to be a tough one because you know all they're going to play their starters. They're going to jam out. The Celtics don't have Rob Williams at least until this, maybe the first round, second round of the playoffs because he tours, um, had a slight tear in his meniscus. So he's out for a little bit. And then on Sunday, so they get two days off, they play the Grizzlies. Sunday, I, Sunday, I believe, was the last game Sunday's, for everybody. Sunday is it. Sunday is it. That's why we got so many back-to-back games. I'll be honest. I'm very excited because I really want to know if my team can hold up and I can win this fantasy league. I've never won fantasy league basketball before. So that would be fun to get a couple extra dollars in my pocket. But this is very exciting because what we're looking at right now could be a whole different scenario within the next 24 hours. It could literally be come Sunday after the games are all the dust is all settled. It hits past midnight on the East coast. Majority of the games are all done. We could literally be seeing the heat at the number one seed for the East, or you could see the heat somehow just go from the one seed to the four the seed. five seed five. Seed. Yeah. It, it It's so crazy right now. This Eastern oh bracket, gosh. like granted, I think the suns are the all out right now, the favorite to win out of any team playing i think they're your favorite but okay. yeah they so, are hitting on all cylinders That's they true. are there's so many teams right now that are unreal like if the celtics are make it past the first round and they get rob williams back i don't i don't see them having any issue with any team besides the bucks and 76ers because we beat Me. miami numerous we beat miami like three times yeah two, three times this year so I mean, for me right now, if I'm looking at the Eastern Conference, I'm biased. I love Giannis, but I just think their team is just very strong right now. Mm-hmm. They have a, they're getting a lot of different depth. We talked about it a couple of weeks back. Our guy Javon Carter has been helping out as yeah, a backup point guard, and then you know backing helping backup Drew Holiday. That, that's which is keeping up the consistent defense at the guards. Brooke. Lopez, who they've lost for a, a majority of the year because of injuries, is now starting to get back into form. So they still have a big man. They still have a majority of that bench that was there last year. You know, it's it's going to be super interesting. And I, you know, I'm a big fan of the Bulls and their and their young squad. I just hope you know that they can maintain it. And Demar Derozan's playing out of his mind this year, but. Yeah, this is I. I think we're going to be in for a fun playoffs. We're going to probably have a whole episode talking about the playoffs. Honestly, oh, I'm I'm going to have a great time. Yes, yes. All right, what is our next topic? So we are just jumping into what you got on and what I got on. Wow, did we do everything already? Yeah, we did. All right, cool. It's a slow sports week. Besides, like some big big events. That's it. Yes. Am I going first? You always go first. Oh yeah. All right. Cool. All right, y'all. You know, Merritt mentioned already, my Knicks are suffering right now. But they have been playing very well as of recently. Our young guys are getting the time. 
and they're showing that they can play, which is really a really good sign for the future. Right now, the Knicks are 35 and 44, the 11th seed in the East. Who knows? Maybe we can get lucky and pull a Patrick Ewing year and win the lottery and get the number one overall pick. I just don't know who we would pick because I haven't gotten to that point in life yet. But my jersey, as I waste time. This year's City Edition, Emmanuel Quickly. I've been a bit huge fan of his ever since he uh, we, the Knicks drafted him a couple years back. He's crushing it. This is the City Edition this year. I have to say I'm very, very impressed with the detail they have. They have the little iridescent swoosh. Uh, I got my Squarespace patch. On the back, I have the – it has the NBA 75 logo with the iridescent uh, – material on it yeah i honestly just picked the first jersey that i saw and i was like you know what screw it i'm rocking this jersey and i'll be wearing it out soon so shout out to my guy quickly out here it was funny when i went and bought this when i went to the Knicks game this year Mm -hmm. i originally bought a julius randall but then i was like i don't know i kind of like quickly and do you really think julius randall is gonna be around for much longer uh, that was part of the decision. I watched like a little bit of the first half of that game when I was there against Philly and I wasn't very happy. So I'm like, you know what? If they still have the manual quickly Jersey before I leave, I'm going to exchange it. And I exchanged it. Good idea. He'll probably yes. be there for at least another year or two. Yes, yes, yes. I hope my God. <sighs> Married. Are you wearing like a tie dye hat? Yeah. So, um kevin and i have been talking about this probably for the past week uh my friends are throwing a 90s themed uh memorial day party uh so memorial day memorial day weekend end of may there's a 90s themed party and we're all talking about it i was like i don't know what i want to do like 90s is all these crazy different styles and all of a sudden i don't know how it popped into my dang head but i was like white man can't jump perfect 90s movie for that so i have already gotten some gray shorts the you know how he has that long gray shirt so Mm -hmm. i have that um i'm having a friend of mine make a parental advisory t-shirt i have a leather jacket like he won the one he wears i'm just trying to find the um a awkward creep a crazy pattern like button down shirt so if any of our listeners know where i can find one I don't care if I have to ship it and send it, whatever. I just, I need one uh, for this outfit. And then I was like, the hat completes it because he's always wearing a tie-dye looking hat. Uh, so I saw this on Amazon. I was like, I just got to get it. And honestly, I love the freaking hat. <laughs> it's cooler than I thought it would be. Uh, I didn't think I'd wear it at all besides like Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and then I I ordered uh, for, you know, because I'll change and put on like a bathing suit. So I have a 90s themed bathing suit like with all the crazy colors from like stay by the bell and all of that there you go and i ordered a white man can't jump t-shirt <laughs> oh my god so are you looking for something like this yo i gotta see it i don't know if i can focus no so that. so not that one not so it's when he's when in like the first scene when he's walking onto the beach the basketball court on the beach where he's okay. got the leather jacket on and he's got like underneath he's got that long like he's got a button down or something that's what I'm okay. looking for. Uh, so once I can find that, I'll be I'll be golden. Everything I have everything else. Um, and I the worst part was I was talking to my wife about it. I go, so I had a pair of shoes that would have been perfect for this, but I got rid of them like a month ago. 
Oh my God. Which ones? I had the jab steps and there were the red, uh, white, and blue ones. And I was like, that would have been perfect. So I'll either. Yo, if you can find any of those old, like old max force commanders. Uh, yeah. They're $1,300. I've already looked. Oh, that's heartbreaking. You should be able to find a cheap one on go. That's beat up for like 40. I'm going to try. I'll see what I can find. I, I, I fully I guess, believe in you though. I, I want to, because I probably trash them even more than what they are. I'll just like hang out with them. I think they're dope looking shoes. So now that Kevin has told me this, I'm going to jump on goat real fast people. And if you don't know what goat is, that is a, a sneaker and clothing reseller and all that kind of stuff. app. Um, so let's jump into the next thing. Coach K and his final game. Let's so for me, I'm I'm happy that Duke lost. I I will always say this. I hate Duke. I love Coach K. I think he's a respectable coach. I think he changed the college basketball, how college basketball was perceived, how it was played, all of these things. I think he's been instrumental. Plus, he dealt with so many crazy ass motherfuckers on that olympic squad with kobe Melo, lebron oh yeah the uh, the redeem team the redeem team like and all the other guys afterwards like he always had these big name stars so i give him hats off it's kind of crazy to look at how many players went through his program that have been successful in the nba it's Mm -hmm. it's crazy it's a ton uh we're going to keep zion off that list because he has not been successful yet because he can't stop eating food uh and can't stay healthy goodness um but he could still throw the ball through his legs and dunk it don't even matter no that that he can um but the one thing i'm gonna have to say is i watched that whole game the unc game and i of course being a unc fan i was very happy i made a bet with my friend that's a duke fan that went there she gets to order me a brand new north carolina t-shirt so that hurts her just a little bit oh that's actually hilarious Uh, yeah yeah uh so that added to the fun but Watching his team walk off that court at the end of the game and only one player staying on the court to shake hands with the UNC team. They was pissed. They was pissed. I get that. I get that. But last night we watched UNC blow a 16-point lead to Kansas, lose by three to Kansas, right? And every single one of the players in UNC got in line, shook their hands. I get, I get being upset because we've all been there. We've all literally have been in those, in their seats where it's like, I don't want to say congratulations to these guys because I thought I deserved it better. You've got to, you've got to take that next step and just say congratulations, move on. I get it's your hated, hated rival, but say congratulations. I, I think that was the only thing that kind of annoyed me. Um, but he met with Babcock after the game when Armando Babcock was standing there, like trying to figure, like talking to some reporters. He came up to him. He goes, hope you're doing okay. Cause Babcock rolled his ankle pretty good. And he said, I voted for you as the player of the year. I was like, Oh, wow. That's huge. That's uh, a big vote right there. Yeah. Granted Oscar Sheway won it and he's not even going to get drafted at this point from what I've been seeing on the draft boards. Boy, is like, it, it, you know, I was really surprised. I, I'll talk, I'll say my piece on Coach Kane a little bit, but why is he not on the draft boards? Is he like, is there something that I'm missing that why he's not, they don't, he's not so like he, rated high? He, so if you put him and Babcock next to each other, right, 
Babcock can at least shoot the ball a, a decent amount. Like he's not, you're not going to want him to step out to the three point line at any time soon to shoot a three. Right. But he can at least extend the floor just a little bit. And he's also a better overall rebounder guy averaged a double double all year. Um, he set the record with every game in the tournament. He had a double double. Um, at one point, I think during the Duke game, he had eight points and 17 rebounds. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Seven of them were offensive. Mm. So he's a rebounding machine. Oscar is definitely a great rebounder, pretty good scorer, but he's a back to your basket scorer. Yeah, the old like the old school he's, forward. He's old school like power forward. Yeah. He's Bab- a, I think he he's a little too late for his times. Babcott, I think, allows he he has these his footwork is great he's crazy when he spins around he's able to get in the lane he also is able to extend it just maybe to 12 13 feet he'll probably work on it get a little bit further out will be more consistent with his shot as he gets older and into the part of his career but oscar is not going to oscar's kind of set in what oscar has done so Good for him on winning the John Wood Award or winning the National Player of the Year Award. I don't think you're going to – I think you're going to go – Is play he on any draft boards at all? I haven't – like, I haven't looked a ton. Because um, I, I feel like he's not even considered like, – last time I checked, he wasn't even, like, considered to, like, be a high draft pick. Yeah, let's see Or what... drafted, period. All right, so I'm going I'm, I'm on a... just the basic. My – NBA draft.com. I'm on SB Nation right now. Yeah, on even on this one. Oscar's Chibu not even not on the first even, round. He's not. Oh, he's yeah, our guy. He's not even listed right now. He's no. not even listed. Yeah, let's see here. Let me double check. Um mock NBA draft. Yeah. There's one main one that I normally usually go to. Um, it's like bleachers, bleacher reports. Yeah, like he's nowhere to be found right now. Yeah, he's nowhere to be found. I'm even looking on NBA draft room. Like, yeah, nothing. Oh, I can't even log into the athletic because I need to pay mad money for that. No, thank you. I love the athletic and their their stuff, but I don't want to spend it. Um. Yeah, he's not on. He's not on any draft boards. Yeah, so he's not. You pre- said you looked at SB Nation already. Yeah, SB doesn't have him anywhere near the top. They only show the top, like the first round, but because that's only what everyone cares about. The second round, no one cares about. So now let's see. Let me check Yahoo. Yahoo. Here we go. Everybody loves Chet Hol- Holmgren from uh, what's that place called? Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, he's not. They like the guy from Duke, Banchero. They like a lot of people like him. Yeah. They are another guy from Kentucky, Shadon Sharp. Yeah, they the like point guard. Him. Yeah. Let's see. Wow. All right. Nope. Nope. Yeah, and this one, he's not even a first round pick. So maybe maybe Shibuya is staying staying in school. Good for him. Yeah, right. You don't go to Kentucky to stay at school. 
Well, he's only been there for a year. Minimum is two years. No, like he's been there for two years. Degree. He's been there for two. He's been. He was at West Virginia for two. He had to well, sit out. Remember last year. COVID year. Oh yeah, maybe they'll give him that. But he did. Now remember, he he's been there for two, three years. Then. All right. Well, he might be done. Yeah. Well, the hell with him. Good with that. All right. Next topic. Oh wait, my my thoughts on Coach K. I'm sorry. Coach K thought. Uh, Coach K, huge, always been a huge fan of his. I mean, I thought it was going to be the perfect story, honestly. He beats UNC to go to the national championship, possibly win his last game against the first team that he beat for a national championship. But I'll say this. When I first saw that when that happened, I just felt like that's just not the way he wants to go out. To lose to North Carolina. I feel like this is a very Tom Brady-esque story coming in. But then knowing Coach K, I just feel like he would just be willing to accept it. He would like to move on. He he wouldn't want to do any of the hoopla if it wasn't for real. So I think he'll he'll do well in whatever he's going to do next in life. And I wish him nothing but the best. And whoever is in line for Duke is going to have – a hell of a time trying to fill his shoes. And I think it was it John Shire that that yeah. is like probably going to do it. John Shire is his replacement. Yes. Yes. All right. Here we go. What are we next thoughts? Championship Opening game. day. Well, the championship, oh, game. championship game. Oh man. Honestly, Merritt, I was thinking of you the whole day and I was like, Oh, Merritt's probably going to go off the walls. If they if won, I was going to buy so much. UNC gear. Oh, I know. I, I was, I, I was gonna honestly, buy... I was hoping for it that they but, would win because I know that they would have so much fun stuff that they'd come out with. Yeah, but you know what? Um, I, you, I know you watched the whole game last night. I didn't. I went to bed at the ha- at halftime because I was just tired. A game was starting at nine thirty. Like, yeah, that's such a late game. I, li- I honestly thought I w- when I got out of yoga class yesterday that I was gonna go ahead and see. Like maybe like halftime already, and I'm I got home. I'm like, oh, they didn't even start yet. I'm like, oh my goodness. I know. I had to keep double checking. I was like, it's not a seven o'clock start. I feel like it's a seven o'clock start. Why isn't it seven? It's like nine twenty. I'm like, what? Uh, well, is- kind of makes sense. What it's, it was in what New Orleans? Yeah. So, it was but eight o'clock get, there. But you get your California team people getting out of work at five, so they can see. Yeah, I get why they do it, but it just sucks for people on the East Coast. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the UNC looked great first half. Second half, whew, turnover city, bad shot selection, mm-hmm. not getting Babcock in rotation more. Uh, and then, of course, Babcock rolled the same ankle near the end of the game. 38 seconds left. You watch that video. He steps on a loose floorboard. <sighs> a loose That's... floorboard and, tw- and rolls his ankle again. And it's like, great. That's that's crazy. Um, but I, I do think UNC, if you know they're gonna lose Manic, uh, they'll probably lose a couple of like one or two other guys. But if uh Hubert Davis can convince these guys to stay, you can convince Davis, you can convince Love, um, you convince um Babcock all to stay. You're a top three team to start the year next year. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Easily. Like I I'm pretty sure. I think I saw something. It was like their top five. I think it's what 
a lot of people have him at right now, which is fine. We don't know the recruiting class. We don't know these guys coming in yet. So it'll be, it'll definitely be interesting to see that. Um, Kansas, good for them. They, they, they were team running on all cylinders the whole tournament. No, no one was really stopping them. Um, they, they did the, the best halftime adjustments any team could do against a team losing by 16 points at halftime. So still hate Kansas so much. Yep. They yep. suck. Uh, oh, Big 12 news. The commissioner is leaving. Huh. Gotta finally, love that. Finally. Yeah. I was never a big fan of him. He was annoying. Um, all right, let's jump down to this since you keep rambling tonight. Um, opening day. We haven't, we have definitely been on a very rambly thought. Yeah. Again, this is a, a random, a random of random episodes. Yeah. Well, we got to talk about, we, I don't know how we again dismiss this and I apologize for dismissing it. How did we not talk about our man hugs making it to the Hall of Fame? Oh my God. How do we forget this? Dude, I sent that picture to my dad last week. I was like, finally, man deserves it. Like, I'm so happy for him. So, so am I. I think, I don't know why it took them so long. They gave Bill Self, who doesn't even have as many wins. He has a one national championship. Mm-hmm. Now he has two. Good for you. Yeah. You've also been caught in cheating scandals three different, like a couple different times. I've I know. Never, never been fired. But like, Bob Huggins has the most wins all time right now as a, for an active coach. Amazing. Behind Coach, you know, Coach K is now officially retired. Bob Huggins has over 900 victories. That's crazy. Or I, or Wait, are we sure? What about what about Bayheim from Syracuse? Uh, ooh, I feel like Bay- he's still ahead of I us. I always forget Bayheim is still coaching. I know. He's a creature. Like, he's still alive coaching. Yeah, because I think he's the only one that's ahead of Hugs. I'm looking. Uh, Are you researching it up now? Yeah. But I will say, while you're typing that, you know, it was great to see him when they announced him as a Hall of Famer. Still repping Dub V as hard as he can. Came out with his blazer, uh, West Virginia basketball tee under it with his Total it is the golden blue toe cap shoes, only like only hugs can. I mean, it's about time. Two final fours in his career, 900 plus wins. I think he's at 916 right now, which yeah. is incredible. So um, right now ahead. he is fourth because he passed Roy Williams, he passed Bob Knight. Um, so he's behind his fourth. Jim Calhoun, okay, Jim Bayheim, and yep. Coach, Coach K. K. Coach- Coach K is 1,100, 11, 1,170 victories. Bayheim has 982. Uh, Calhoun has 918. So Huggins will be in third at yes. the, some point this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending upon how long he you know, co- decides to continue coaching for, he could catch Bay. You know, Bayheim's probably not going to coach for much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, how long? How long do you think we have hugs left for? He's what? I'm saying I think at least five more years. He's how old is he? He's old. I know he's had some health scares. Yeah, but I think we have him for another five. Strong five. He is 68. I don't think he's he's slowing down. Like, I, I... And then I know I, I feel like he could probably go for another 10 
And that would be amazing if he goes for another 10. He's been but, at West Virginia for fifth. This will be year 15 as a head coach at West Virginia. Think, think about that for a second. When we started college, that was his second year with West Virginia. Oh my, I just, we just aged ourselves, dated ourselves. You, on that you also, is that really 15 years at West Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, because let's hold on. 2007. So 2000, 2007. Holy shit. We're coached, old as fuck. Remember, he coached at, he was assistant coach at uh, UCF, then went to be Akron's head coach for five years, then went UCF. to UCF. He never went to UCF. He was an assistant coach at UCF. From eight, oh, 83 to 84. But, but his first head coaching was Walsh. Uh, from what I'm seeing here, it says Akron. But I could have swore that it was like Walsh College. That's why we randomly face him, like face him once in a while. Let's see. Coaching career. Yeah, I've got Akron. Okay, 27, became a collegiate head coach at Walsh University in 1980. Three, season, three seasons but, as at Walsh. But was Walsh a D1? Ba, ba, ba. Huggins. Okay, so that's probably his coaching record. So Walsh wasn't. Assistant at Central Florida. Wow, Central Florida. Yeah, and then and he went then to Akron. Akron. Cincinnati. Cincy. Kansas one State. year at Kansas, Kansas and State. And then to us. To v. Gotta love it. Yep. Man has barely left the West Virginia, Ohio area. <laughs> Literally. Well, the fact that he spent – can you imagine if he really, like, built up Kansas State? Because that was the year he got out. He got Michael Beasley. He had, he was he got was about to bring out OJ Mayo, and he got Bill Walker from West Virginia to go out out over there. God, that would be crazy. crazy. But then he ended up coming back home, which is what he always wanted to do. Yep. All right, let's jump to the next subject here. Opening yes. day is literally two days away. You going to a game this year? I would like to. I haven't been to a baseball game in a long time. Yeah. You know, there's two there's two teams right in the area. You know, I'm a Yankee fan. So I'm never going to that stadium, so I'm good. Well, if anything, if we want to set oh, – what if we, we could set up a Mets game? I, I know. I, I think I talked about that before. I think my buddy and I and his brother want to go, so we'll bring you – you can come with us, and I'll have a good day going to the Mets yes. game. Um, yeah, I would not have a problem going to a Mets game because I'm all about the show. And if anything, I can get another pin for my pin collection. There you go. Another photo. I can fake be a fake Mets fan for a day. I might get a Mets hat. I don't know. Things could Oh my get god, the hat things, that you could wear in your collection and if I could, could find be a weird. jersey, things could get weird. Honestly, if I could find and I might look on eBay right when we get off of this, if I can find me a Benny Agbayani jersey. Oh my god. Like the low Oh, I'm going. I will wear that to that. To that to that, that man is getting paid a million dollars. I love when it comes to Benny Alvarado Day, and he get paid a million bucks by the Mets for the next like twenty years. Twenty bro, years, bro, unreal. The we'll have to talk about those baseball contracts after because the Red Sox are still paying like five different players still, um, and they haven't played baseball in like four or five years, six years, seven years plus. Um, Amazing. WrestleMania, Kevin. I know you watched it all weekend. 
because I saw your Snapchats, I saw your Instagram stories. Um, I got to say, I watched, I've only watched some highlights and it's all basically been stone cold, Steve Austin singing everybody. Um, Pat McAfee dominating until Austin just decides to use the stinger on him. Uh, And Jake, the stunner, the stunner, sorry. And then Jake Paul wearing a $6 million Pokemon card and then winning his tag team and then losing to the Miz because the Miz just decides to drop his ass. Yes. Literally, literally all the highlights of WrestleMania were right there. Number one. So shout out to our guy, Joe Mack from the mush squad podcast. He called it. He wanted 10 minutes of Austin and Owens brawling. We got, we got like 16 and listen to this merit. Check how creepy this was. So the time of when Austin came out on the stage was at the three hour and 16 minute mark of the show. Oh my God. That's how awesome. awesome is that? He came out and they literally brawled around. Like Austin had his knee braces on. They were suplexing each other on the damn concrete floor. Austin taking it like a champ, his first bumps that he's taken for since like 10 years ago when he first retired. It was amazing. And it was originally, he was only planned to just do Saturday night. But after the way that the crowd reacted, that night they asked him, hey, would you be cool to come out on Sunday? We're going to do this thing. So pretty much they got Austin to come back out Sunday. They had him stun Vince McMahon in which is rated probably the worst taking of a Stone Cold stunner in history. And can we just talk about WV alum Pat McAfee for, like, living his wrestling dream? You see him do that backflip? Oh, my God. Not not even the backflip. I'm talking – the best thing I saw him do was when he jumped from the floor to to the the top rope and just suplexed him off the freaking top rope. Like, that's like – trained athletes that have been doing that and he just been doing that just for training for the last couple of weeks i was yeah. like he was wearing jordan 11s jubilees on crushing it and that was just amazing and and shout out to logan paul for wearing a freaking psa graded 10 pokemon card on owning his neck like it's his business i couldn't see what were you able pikachu. to see what was it, was pikachu. it pikachu yeah that's what i thought it was because i was like he has to be wearing a Pikachu because him and Miz are in like yellow and black right now. I just love that the Miz decided to say screw you and just dropped them. That was great. Yes, that, um, that's amazing. But yeah, WrestleMania was great. I talked about it with the guys right after we all agreed it was much better than we expected it to be. Kudos to WWE for making it happen. I will just say this. My only criticism is that you honestly don't need two nights for WrestleMania. You just need action for four hours of good action with good storytelling, and you can be happily made. I know WWE is trying to make their extra money, bring in 78000 into AT&T Stadium for two nights. I hear you, but man, that's just so much content to watch in one weekend. As a wrestling fan, like I, I love it, but at the same time, like I'm exhausted afterwards. Like I remember, I went to WrestleMania at MetLife Stadium pre-COVID. Merit, 
You know how long I sat for? Uh, six hours. Very close. Seven hours. And that is a long time to be consuming something in one sitting. So honestly, if you can break down WrestleMania to four amazing action-packed hours, you're set. But yeah, that's our WrestleMania talk team. That was, I was going to say, it was pretty good. I just, I've watched highlights because I'm not going to, I'm not a big wrestling person, but it was cool to see Stone Cold back out there uh, killing everybody, uh, which is great. All right. So let's get into the most random mailbag we've, and we've done, this is our third one. So this is extremely random. This is not, there's almost very little sports related in here. I'm just going to pick a random one. Not we're not going in order of what Kevin wrote. We're just gonna pick a random one and go with it, and we're just gonna continue to do it that way. Yeah, um, I do want to shout out everybody that has yes uh, given us questions. So I put out the questionnaire on Monday. I was like, hey, we need some more topics, and I was like, hey, it doesn't even have to be sports. You don't want us to talk about sports or don't know sports? Give us a topic. Me and Merritt will talk about it. So. We'll shout you out whenever we get the questions. Mary, do you want to pick the first one? Yes. All right. I am going to go with the slap heard around the world. Uh, so this comes from Kevin's friend, Jess, a.k.a. Uh, Jessica. How do you say her last name? Uh, Je- I don't know why it's spelled like that, but it's Jessica McKenna. Shout out to my friend, Jess, right, Jessica. the hometown homies. So she, her question is the thoughts on Chris Rock and Will Smith incident. Honestly, I could give two flying Fs about it at this point. Like, I saw it. I thought it was hysterical that he slapped him. And then everyone just made it a big deal. Um, so, do you want to know what's hilarious? So, when I... I remember when this first came out, I honestly thought it was a joke. So did I. So, like, when... So, because when I watched it, I heard the slap, and I thought somebody just dubbed the slap in. Then I watched the Japanese version. And oh, yeah. The I Japanese- was like, oh... This yeah. was not a planned thing. This was not a, oh, this was not like a, a work. This was a real, real thing that was going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love Will Smith. I just was shocked that he did it. Yeah, you I know? think I think I'd have to be say I, I was shocked that he got up and actually did that. Yeah. But it's like so funny you hear him. Chris Rock's making the joke and Will Smith's laughing about it because it, it is funny. Like it's a comedian; they're gonna make fun of people, like for whatever reason. Yeah, I'm a diabetic. My how many of my friends make fun of diabetes? All of them. Like I'm not getting bent out of shape. Um, and then you look at Jada's face, and she's just like scowling, and that that that's when everyone's like, "Well, that's when Will decided he needed to stand up for his wife who was cheated on him uh, numerous times openly." Openly cheated on him and told him on her Facebook show or whatever it is. So yeah, about that. Yeah. I would, I no. Um, <laughs> I think it's funny. Uh, Chris Rock has definitely taken it and run with it. He apparently people kept on his, cause he's doing, to- he's on tour right now. Um, ticket prices went up astronomically for it. I can only imagine he's cashing in. Dude, he's cashing in right t- now. Tickets before the Oscars were 45 bucks in Boston after 750 bucks. 
That's so sick. Because of course, because he's probably just gonna joke about it. No, he said he's not going to. Like they, someone filmed it and uh, at his first show, and he, they're like, "Oh, talk about it." And he goes, "I'm no, I'm not going to discuss it. Like it's done, it's over. What happened was, it's over with. I'm not going to make jokes about it. I'm not going to use it. So we're moving on." Um, but hey, you know what? I'll give it to Will. He stood up for his wife, even though it seems awkward and bad. Um, so real quick, Merritt, on this while we're on this topic, shout out to my guy Bryce, my little nephew. Follow him on his Instagram, underscore Bryce Bailey. He asks, Manly Musings, who's winning in a boxing match between Chris Rock and Will Smith? Will Smith. I mean, guys, did you see that slap? And also, Will Smith played Muhammad Ali. I'm pretty sure he's probably winning. And he also is trained down in with the Miami um, Hurricanes. He's also getting back into shape. No offense to Chris Rock. He might throw a good bow or a good, th- good, uh, good punch That's there. True. But That's true. But you know what? I'm giving that edge to Will Smith. I got to. He, he's right. been in a lot of action movies. Chris Rock just makes a lot of good jokes. Got to love it. All right. I, are you gonna you go go you got the next one? No, it's your turn. It's your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, because that, that one's like in the same category. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay, cool. So this one, I'm gonna go ahead. It's gonna be from another one of the hometown homies, aka the real Cindy Luhu on Instagram. Shout out to you, Carrie. She gave us a lot of questions. Oh God, Carrie, this is a lot. Are white claws still? quote unquote in okay so this is how i preface this question so kevin like, drinks white claws so um everyone drinks white claws so well merit step your game up so my personal thoughts on this i would say it's in from like a kind of like a social aspect because if you think about it now you can now get white claws when you're out to eat or out yeah. at like a bar it's in in that sense <laughs> but like the whole phenomenon that it was like two summers ago when everybody was like asking for those because it was the first like seltzer type deal that like everybody loved and i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed them too until i found a new love in high noon but yeah i, I don't think it's as like totally like as in in as it used to be it's just yeah. one of those things that's like acceptable now like oh i'm out to the bar about to eat oh yeah let me grab a white claw cool i think no problem i i agree they're definitely not like the the, that high tier like they used to be because everyone's now made a seltzer um but i will say this it is a perfect chill by the pool chill outside during the summer type drink i never think of somebody drinking a white claw when it hits fall through winter just it, it it doesn't seem like that kind of drink you want to have during that time. To me, a white claw is like, I'm chilling by my, my buddy's pool, just on a floaty or whatever, just drinking. You're like, at like a beach, like kind of type. Yeah. Themed bar, tiki bar. Like you can, you can, it's acceptable to wear where it's like a beautiful night out. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. All right. So what's the best drink to get at a bar? What's, what's your go-to? So, this is, I feel like this is very subjective. So like me, It is because I don't do mixed drinks. So I'm like a beer. Really? Yeah, you I don't, don't do any mixed drinks. I, I don't. I'm just, I don't know. I like, like 
I had, so when I went to the city with our friends, um, I had some bourbon drink, which actually was really, really good. Um, okay. I wish I could remember the name of it, but it was very good. But I'm not a big hard liquor person. I think okay. just because of bad experiences in college with hard liquor. So okay. I've always stuck with beer. Um, so. So I'm like the complete opposite. So like I am all about I know the you sent me stuff. this. You send me the reply chug snaps every weekend. And I'm like, I'm not replying yeah. back to this because thank you. I'm not drinking. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's really heartbreaking because I'm, I'm, I always wait. I'm like, where is Mary going to send one to struggle? Now don't I worry. Know. Don't worry. Um, don't worry. When it's the summertime, so, you can send them and I will be drinking. Just excited. don't send them one this Saturday because I'll be working on an excavator. Okay. So for me, my normal drink out, if it's just like a random day, and also just got to shout out, you know, the real Cindy Lou, who again, shout out to you, Carrie, again, for this great question. I am a Jameson and ginger ale guy. Um, very simple. Um, I've been exposed to Jameson. Shout out to my friends from our, my gym, old gym at CrossFit Bacon. They exposed me to Jameson when I was like 21. And I've just kind of been like down with it. So that's normally my drink. Other drinks that I would dabble in, I would do a uh, Grey Goose and Club if I'm feeling a little frisky. Ooh. Um, gin and tonic I used to do when I was younger. It sounds really like my dad. That. My dad loves gin and tonics. Yeah, gin and tonic was one that I used to dabble in. When we were in college, I used to do all the fun, disgustingly sweet flavors like three olives loopy and like pinnacle whipped. I th- I could like take that down easily. Now, if I ever have it, I could like throw up. But um, for me, yeah, Jameson ginger is my normally my go-to. Then if I'm really trying to, you know, get to the next level, Grey Goose and Club, if I'm feeling fancy. And those are my, those are my main ones. Um, I don't think I have anything else that I normally would go out. Cause like, this is the way like I look at it. Like, I don't go out to just like have like a beer because a beer is something that I can just have when I'm at home. So when right. I go out, I'd rather go out something that like I'm not going to have at home. So that's why I go to those, some of those different drinks. Um, I would say like, if I'm just like chilling and like having maybe like going out to like dinner or something like really easy. One of the drinks I've been very into is the Moscow mule. Oh, look at yeah. you. That's real fancy, bro. Yeah, that is like super fancy with a cold ginger beer, beer deal. One of our friends, um, she's like a bartender. So every time we would see her, she would like, oh, let me make you a, make you a drink. And she makes like a Moscow mule. So I would go with those. Um, and then, you know, I can do like sangria sometime. I could do like a mojito from like, you know, summertime drink. Yeah, I can do a mojito and and sangria on like the summertime. My dad makes bomb sangria. That's like his go-to like mixed drink that he can do. And somehow he makes a great one. Um, I could care less about her third question. What's this one? Let's see. All right. At the real Cindy Lou who. Courtney is Courtney Kardashian pregnant. I will respond. I will say possibly soon. And then it's just going to be what everybody that has dealt with a Kardashian, they're just going to go ahead, take the money and run. I'm sorry. They have a new I show. Too. Like I keep seeing, to you. seeing commercials for it. I'm like, I don't care. I thought they were gone off this planet. I know. But like, yo, they're the marketing machine to get people watching. Like, this is what I see. It's she and Travis Barker. They're going to do what they got to do. Something happens. 
He's going to run with the money that he made for making it happen. Yeah, good for him. I would. Exactly. Shout out to you, Travis Barker. Jesus. All right, Um, Mary, you got a next one? Would a game or sporting event make a good first date, second, or third date? Is she asking this question because she's trying to figure out if she wants to bring a boy out on the first date, second date, or third date to a sporting event? No, I think. Is asking for a friend? Okay. Uh, uh, So I know. Well, she has a man already. And I don't know, man. I think she's just throwing out questions to us. I think it's interesting. What, Merritt, what is your thoughts on this one? I think it depends on the person. I I was going to say the same thing. So if, like, you both say love um, basketball, right? And both big fans of we'll use the Knicks because you're your Jersey. You're both big fans of the New York Knicks. I could see going to a Knicks game, like getting dinner and then going to a Knicks game, a great first date for somebody that likes yeah, that kind of stuff. I think my wife's not a big sports person. So I think we've gone to like three sporting. Uh, well, we've gone to a couple of Patriots games. So we've gone to like maybe five sporting events together. Mm-hmm. But that's because she's just not a big sports person like I am or you are or something like that. So it all depends on the person that you're dating at that time, in my opinion. But if you think it's a great idea, go ahead and do it. I'm not yeah. stopping you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's, again, it's like very, it's, it's, it has to be like the right fit. Like if we're huge, if you're huge football fans and like a lot of the times when you talk to each other is about like, you know, football, I think a football game would be a great first date or like a basketball game. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, say, like for example, my love for wrestling. I don't think uh, I yeah. would take a, like my date to like a wrestling event <laughs> unless like she got to know me a little bit first and would be willing to reciprocate Experience something yeah, like that. Yeah. So like, I, I think it depends on what, what type of sports you're looking for, what type of like person that is into um, because like it's one of those things that like you're you're gonna go to like please that significant other or like you both are like super into it yeah there's no like heavy medium with that all right kevin you get the last question i hate this fucking question this is- are there more wheels or doors in the world i don't know i Can said google that no, because that's the biggest question of the year right now. Is like, how many doors are in the world? How many wheels? I say well, there's more wheels. Oh, gosh. I mean, I feel like there would be more wheels. That's what I world. think. Because think about all the cars. Well, that, like there are. Well, think of it. If it's a normal car, you can technically have six doors. If you count the trunk and the hood. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a hinge. That's a door, right? I, I So that there's so many different parameters to this question. I'm sticking with wheels because you can literally put a bunch of them on an 18-wheeler. There's a bunch on airplanes. That's 18 there's a, wheels. There's a bunch on a train. Like, there's a bunch all over. Like, yeah, I'm going with wheels. That's it. I, yeah, I think I would, you know what? Yeah, I, I think you would go with wheels based on your parameter of like what a wheel does Mm -hmm. a wheel spins and turns and it helps propel movement like door 
am I going to call? So you have your door. Are you going to call? Like you said about your, you, like you said about a car. Do you count a trunk and the hood a door? Because that's not, I don't really consider those, those are two different things. So like, I think, I think wheels might be more. I'll go with wheels. All right. All right. Perfect. Now let's move on to some other fun ones. Yes. Kevin, who can save the next? This comes from your nephew, Justin. Shout out to my nephew, Justin. Justin Bailey, you're the man out here. So Justin, who can save the next? truthfully? No one. No one. I'm going to say this. I've said this on the program before. And Merritt, we can make a t-shirt out of this. Maybe I'm I will. I'm saying it right now. The only way the Knicks will be able to rise into prominence again is if two things happen. James Dolan sells or James Dolan dies. That's it. If James Dolan has anything to do with the Knicks franchise, we will forever be living in mediocrity. We will forever be the bridesmaid and never the bride. If he is still a part or some way associated with MSG, the Knicks, anything in the capacity of that, the Knicks are not going to be successful. Oh, no. What is this? Yes. Two things for the Knicks to win. James Dolan sells. James Dolan dies. Yep. I got it down. So we'll put on a T-shirt for you. Um, I would have to agree. James Dolan is by far one of the worst owners in professional sports. There's not many that are worse than him besides the guy that now owns the commanders. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, James Dolan, he's made the worst decisions since owning that team. God, uh, so many bad things. Like I, I, I just still think to this day, 2001, giving like millions and millions of dollars to a backup center in Jerome James, who had one good playoff game. And then giving up so many pieces for Stodem for signing Stoudemire for signing Mello on contracts yeah. that were Mello was going to sign with the Knicks anyway. And you gave everybody away. Yeah. And that was just Mello by himself. Yeah. Mello and, St- and stat. And it's like yeah. stat is near the end of his career. Like you could see him debilitating on the floor. Like this, and no. you know, the infamous punch the damn wall. Punch the fire extinguisher and break your hand before the playoffs against the Heat, where you know we had a, a good possible. We may not have won, but we probably would have a hell of a be- lot better of a series against them. You know, Linsanity yeah. lasted for one year. We didn't even bother to try and resign him. And Jeremy Lin has openly said in interviews that he wanted to stay with the Knicks, but they wouldn't get. They wouldn't give him a better offer. No, no. All right, your turn, Kevin. James you Dolan pick- sucks. Yes, he does. You can pick the next one, buddy. Making me angry out here. Okay. Uh, I got to go with this one. From our guy, Leland Reed, guest of the show. I I love that he texted this to us, and I was just like, wait, what? As someone who is about to take a nap, what is your ideal nap length? So for me, I know in college, I took a lot of naps. Um, but that's because I remember I did that so I can have energy to teach Zumba. So for me, I think my ideal nap time. 45 minutes during doc's class. Okay. Shout out to you. 
I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Mine is two hours max. Damn. So two hours max, but I think the perfect time would be an hour and a half. So see, I'm I barely napped in college unless I was a god, like just exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I'm still like that. I'm not a big nap kind of person. I've napped more lately. Um, as you get older, you just need to take more. You just need to nap. Um, you young guns out there, you'll you'll learn one you'll day. You'll learn for sure. Yeah, you'll you'll learn. Um, but I'd say an hour. I, th- I think an hour is good. Um, they always say don't you only want to nap for like twenty minutes because then you can get into your REM cycle and all that, and it can screw up your sleep pattern. I was like, whatever. I'll yeah. still fall asleep in five seconds. That's just how I work. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say an an hour is good. Um, didn't he ask? Oh yes, the secondary question to that is. What's your ideal number of blankets on a bed? But he also told us another question. So we'll go to that after. Ideal he number did? Of, yeah, I think he sent it to the text, but like where? where, Like an like where you would nap. Oh, did he? Hold on. I think Let so. Look. Is it it's either in text message or in Instagram? Um, uh, ideal no, number of blankets ideal on number. a bed for a nap? I'd say one. That's all I need. I'm running okay. very, very hot. My wife hates it. She's like, get away from me. Let me look at the Manly Musings pod because he said that he put it on the Manly Musings pod. Da, 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 da. That is me and you sharing the story. Da, da, da. I already sent one to Kev's account, but what's your ideal number of blankets on a bed? That's what he said. So oh, okay. for me, mine would be two. Yeah, mine's one just because it, I'm way too hot but i also so i would also go like for like maybe from like right now would be two i have a bigger heavier comforter and then like a like a small one just in case if it's too hot then i just have something covering me okay yes yeah i'm always one year round i just i get way too hot so (laughs) i will uh, i will take just having very few blankets um, but I'm going to add that, add a question, ideal nap spot. Where could you just go? And that's not a bed. What would be your <laughs> ideal nap spot? That's not a bed. Oh, I nap on the beach. Oh yes, you do. I've seen, yes, I've seen this. You have, you've sent me Snapchats of you just barely awake. Oh man. Honestly, those are the, so my ideal nap place is getting to, the beach early in the morning before anybody any of the shoebies and the parents with the bratty ass kids come oh, i by. love that you you said shoebies from rocket power i oh, love it I yeah love it. so the best is like that time when i hit the hit my put my chair down i lay back i'm snoring up a storm while i listen to a podcast and i wake up with like these loud kids right behind me or in front of me or I wake up to like Jurassic Park full of like beach supplies. Cause like you have the parent that brings the entire house to the beach. And then like, you see like everyone just everywhere. And like you wake up and you're like, man, that is a hell of a nap. But the only thing is you just got to be careful because like you can ruin your tan that way. You could like, if you're uneven, you know, hurt your neck. That's why you got to make sure you get like even spots. But personally, I like to sleep in my chair with my water it's comfy 
get my get my ten the front. We're out here. All right. I have to say I love it either pass and it's summertime. Think of it this way. So okay. if you know, say you've done yard work or done whatever, and you come in and you put on like a sporting game, just say golf's on or baseball games on because it's summertime. That's a, that's really all that's going to be on. I love just falling asleep on the couch. And this is what my dad used to do. And I do the mm-hmm. exact same thing. I put like a baseball game on or golf on and 10 minutes later, I'm out like a light. <laughs> and like, but the thing is, is you're napping, but you're napping enough where you're, you're, you're sleeping, but you still know what's going on around you. And I just love that because I've had people like my wife try to turn the TV off and be like, I'm watching that. It's like, well, no, you're really not watching it, but okay. Um, so I always find that funny. My dad does like the same thing, but <clears throat> instead of it being a sporting event, it's like a Korean drama. It's amazing. But uh, I love it. But like, if, if we were talking to any of my yoga friends, they would say that my favorite napping spot is like in Shavasana where I'm snoring like in the middle of class. That's good. That's a good time. All right. What's the next one, Kevin? Next one. Oh, yo, we'll, we'll go. Yo, we'll go back to our guy, Joe Mack from the Mush Squad podcast. There you go. All right. So money is not an issue. You have infinite dollars. What is your one must-see live event, live sporting event? Any two teams, any location, any sport. That's so hard. That is so, so hard. Well, because here's the question on there. So is it like, am I picking two two teams that I want to see at a certain place play each other? Or does it have to be like a real thing? Or am I just completely fantasy booking this? Because I would say, do you remember when the NBA used to do those outdoor games? Like, oh my God, that's so long ago. I remember one of my first ever random game, games that I saw. I saw the first ever outdoor professional basketball game at Arthur Ashe Stadium. It was the New York Liberty playing against the Indiana Fever WNBA game. I remember I saw Becky Hammond play. I was front row. I got to meet David Lee that day and his super hot wife because she was there. Um, but I would love to see, like, maybe an NBA All-Star game take place in a scenery like that. That'd take cool. it back to the court. It'd be, like, back to the pavement, like – yeah have have you you used to do it at the rucker like do it something really fun that way i know they would never do that because of the fact that like they'd be worried about the players getting injured for things like that but hey bring your own court we'll put your own court on top of everything you have a surrounded area you'll play somewhere in like a where it's warm like play somewhere in california somewhere in texas maybe that had make a man manufacture your own court Mm. remember during when we were in college, they used to do those random games on like the boat on the battleships. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I cool. think that would be cool. So I would say if there was a way I could get to see the best players in the game play outdoors, 
to show how it was done like they were uh when they were they were younger. I know that's like a fantasy thing, but that would be my one. And I'll think of a I'll think of a, like a, a real one too. I think I think the fantasy one's hard just because there's so many you could just throw so many things out there. I think it would be fun to you know for a fantasy idea of like watching like this is tough. I want to say almost the same thing that you have, but like having it be a similar idea, like, but going back to having it be like one of the better NBA teams playing the best college team, like oh, in an, outdoor, fun. an outdoor neutral place, you know, you have 50, 50 fan base for each side. I think that would be cool. You you'd see, what the talent difference is between the best college team and the best pro team is. I think fantasy wise, that'd be kind of cool to see in real world life. I would love, and I've already said it to go to two games before I die. UNC Duke at you mm-hmm. at Chapel Hill, UNC yep. Duke at um, Cameron indoor, Cameron indoor. Those are the, the Hands down, I've seen Red Sox, Yankees. Um, I've seen Celtics play a bunch of different teams. I, I've seen the Bruins play. I've seen the Red Sox play. Like, so I think that would be one of the coolest things in the world. Okay. I think in real time, because normally I would do like, oh, I would love to go to a WrestleMania, but I've done that already. Um. You know what? I think it would be. I would love to see, maybe a college football final, Ooh, like one of those final games. Like, I because I've worked the Super Bowl. Yep, I'm not crazy about it. It's cool. Lots of restrictions. I think a college football playoff game, like a national championship game, to be around. Like if it's like Alabama. And like somebody, I feel like that would be really amazing experience to be a part of. And it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that that would be cool. I, I that would probably be my second one. Go to like the national championship game or something. Yeah. That'd be I love be Joe's dope. answer. Joe's answer when he sent his his answer to me, he would pick the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Oh yeah. Two college games, New Year's, two of the best football teams. I'd even sunny California. I'm like, that's a hell of a pick. So I'd even go with, so I could have gone to this game, but I left before the game happened um, when I worked at Texas and go to the Red River shootout. Oh, it's my during God, the, the Red Texas River State, rivalry. It's during the Texas State Fair. Oh, and it's in the, 50, by the Cotton Bowl, right? Yeah, it is the Cotton Bowl. Oh, amazing. It's in the Cotton Bowl. Um, and it's split 50-50, Oklahoma, Texas. It's just cool. My, I had friends that went to it and said it was an unbelievable atmosphere because you're in the middle of a Texas fair. So That's I think so that'd dope. be cool too. Um, That's dope. Let's jump down to my buddy here. So we have yes. two questions from my buddy, uh, Viz Markey uh, from Instagram. So he is my a good friend of mine that I met here, Mark. Uh, so shout out to you for these questions. Yes, sir, um, Mark. The FIFA World Cup is coming up this year. 
I don't remember if it's in the summer or in the winter because they're playing in Qatar, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, USA is going to get their butts kicked. They're in the same bracket as England and I think with a couple other pretty strong teams. So we may not make it out of group play. I haven't paid attention to soccer enough. I'm going to stick with my go-to every single year is either France or Germany. That's that's, that's it. That's where I go with every time. I'm like, those two teams sound great to me. I mean, honestly, it doesn't fail many times. You know, go Brazil. Yeah. Brazil always does it. So I'm going to go with Brazil for the World Cup just because Brazil is Brazil. I mean, maybe if it, I don't know, I'm sure he would play. Is is Portugal in for Portugal, Ronaldo? Oh yeah, Ronaldo's in. Messi's in with Argentina, I believe. So yeah, so you're I gonna mean, see your same faces every yeah. time. I, I I I'm gonna go with Brazil because Brazil always does what they do. Yep. All right. This one's an interesting one. This is a non-sports related one. Like we've had about half majority of these um, mm-hmm. upcoming streaming shows. So these can be Netflix. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus, Hulu, anything along those lines. Um, my wife and I right now are watching The Dropout okay. on Hulu. Uh, it's about the founder of Theranos and how she basically scammed every single person out of millions and millions and millions of dollars. Um, great show. I highly recommend it. Bad Vegan. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, th- this, I-, I can't even make it up. Like. <laughs> She got like brainwashed and was running this extremely successful vegan restaurant in downtown Manhattan, like had was friends with all these celebrities, politicians, all this stuff. And then like, it just all blew up. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and then my other shout out right now is Disney plus with moon Knight Cause I'm a Marvel fan. So yes, uh, if you haven't seen my new Instagram post, there's a, literally a Spider-Man tattoo on me. So Yes, boss. Shout out to your tattoo artist. Hopefully we can get her on the pod. Hopefully you're listening. That'd be amazing. Um, So I'm not going to lie to you. I don't watch much TV, guys. I'm a loser. I just don't have enough time. If I'm not rocking this podcast, I'm probably working out, working, or at the gym trying to take a selfie. But a couple ones that I are on my list that I want to take a look at. HBO Max has winning time. Uh, oh, yeah. documenting with the, uh, the start of the Lakers and the Celtics rivalry. Um, so I want to get started onto that. Disney Plus has all of those Marvel ones. I actually want to see. I need to watch the Boba Fett. Um, oh, Boba Fett's good. I like yeah, that. One. I have to watch the Boba Fett thing because I did do the Mandalorian, which I love the Mandalorian. Um, Netflix. There's a ton of things I need to watch on Netflix. I still didn't finish watching Cheer. The last two episodes, but because I and I don't want to watch it anymore because I kind of accidentally found out what happened on Instagram. Uh, there's other shows that I want to watch. I'm curious when they're going to bring back Last Chance You again for the basketball season. I know that's supposed to be coming back. Um, yeah, I I don't stream too much. I know. Ooh, I do want to watch on Hulu. I heard. Spider-Man is out, the new one. Yeah, so it's on streaming. So I you can get it. Um is it on Hulu or is it on HBO Max? Uh probably you can get it on all of them. Because I know HBO Max is also gonna get the new Batman. So I figured I'd watch the new so Batman H- on HBO Max. HBO is gonna be the home of all DC stuff. Mm, um okay. 
Sony still has the right technical rights to Spider-Man, but from what I read a few months ago, when Sony and Disney redid their deal, um, they will be moving all Sony projects onto Disney Plus, oh. so that people can watch all the Spider-Mans, all the other movies that Sony's done yeah. for that. So we'll see. Um, but yes, I, I, I definitely want to watch Moon Knight. I heard that's going to be phenomenal. Oh my god! The first episode was last week, and it was jaw-dropping. Oh, and oh, and, and and then on the Peacock because I have that too. I, a lot of people have been telling me that I should get into Yellowstone. I've I've watched all four see they're on there. Yeah, we've watched all four seasons. Kevin, the first episode's kind of slow. Okay, but crazy like. So is it is it similar type deal like if I were to watch Game of Thrones? Like I have uh, to give it a chance. Yeah, you've uh, so my, I jumped right into it and I thought it was great. But um, our one of our buddies was like, yeah, it took me like an episode or two. Um, but it's crazy. I would I 100 recommend. Okay, recommend I it. I will take a look at that and I want I do want to see. I'm just curious how it looked. Uh, Bel Air. Yeah, I've heard people say it was decent so i've yeah. got to take a look at that but yeah there's just too much there's just not enough hours in the day for me to like just start watching these streaming shows yeah no no i but agree great questions on though there uh sir uh mark ziv marky ziv shout out to you my guy and there's one last question and it says i Merit, didn't think you were gonna put this on here I why just, are we so damn good looking i mean so speak for yourself i'll be honest guys we're watching this on YouTube. I apologize for how shitty I look right now. I need to go find the barber. My man, <laughs> Jared. Shout out to my guy, Jared Andrews, on the Instagram. You know, he used to do my hair. He's been doing my hair for, ye- for years. And he has taken his talents to the West Coast in San Diego and been crushing it. And I know he's setting up his own barbershop out there. Super excited for you, sir. So anybody in New Jersey, we can help a brother out. They need a barbershop. The hair looks crazy. So I I will be on the search been. for that. No, no, no. This is actually, if I were to show you a picture like COVID life. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen those pictures. That's, that one is like, oh, God. Like, dude, I remember when I terrible. COVID first hit and like I, my wife and I made a deal. Like my beard had to stay short, but I could grow my hair out. So. As you can see, my hair is pretty long, um, but not getting it cut yeah, for almost six months, seven months. It was do, crazy. Do you know what's hilarious, though? So I that Monday when we everything first shut down, mm-hmm. I got it. I went and got a haircut from my barber because I was like, oh, we're only going to be out for two weeks. It's not going to last that long. Then it lasted that long. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. So I remember like when I first went back to his shop, there were so many different parameters. Like I couldn't. So like, I, couldn't I, I have to fa- I, they can't yeah. do facial hair. I had to get temperature checked when I walked in. I had to do a health assessment before I walked in, sanitize me, then like plexiglass everywhere. But yeah, I'm hoping I might go back to the same shop where he used to, sh- to cut at. Because there are a lot of cool dudes over there. And I know the pricing already, so I don't have to like. Yeah, why, do any why not of just that. go there and they they know you? So yeah, I remember. So I remember when I had to go back to my barber, and when after they reopened after COVID kind yeah. of idea, and 
they couldn't he used to always trim up my beard line it and that was my favorite thing getting my beard lined up oh that yeah was just, oh such a nice feeling and he's like i can't do it right now he's like, I'm like okay that's fine I'll just trim my hair um he goes i can do underneath i can straighten this up i can't do the rest of it you'll have to do yeah. that no biggie and then as time goes on like yeah they're like okay just pull your mask down take it off real quick we'll trim it up do this put it back on that was yeah. fine but yeah it's one of those things all right kev we've been almost on this for a little bit over an hour almost an hour and a half so oh wow all yeah, right we, we well yeah we've, been, did, we've done a lot of rambling today we did a lot of rambling um any final notes did we miss anything thoughts thoughts feelings anything no i just want to say thank you to all the people that sent us in questions because man trying to get some questions from you guys was a struggle this week so come on people we need more questions here let's go step yeah. your game up um, absolutely all right kevin i do have a trivia for you okay let's get it what is the highest paying sport globally highest paying sport globally mm-hmm. it's got to be european football no really basketball Globally, basketball. How much is that? An average salary for basketball players is $8 million. But a single highest playing soccer, paying sport is soccer. So right in like parts of the, the world, soccer pays the most. Okay. But soccer here is doesn't pay as much. Yeah. So your salary range is so different. Granted, basketball, you have a huge range of salaries, but you have players that are playing on teams all over the, the world that they account for, hey, your stipend for living and all your food mm-hmm. is paid for. So that's part of your salary. So okay. I, I think I, I can understand. I would say soccer too. When I first saw the question, I was like, ah, it's got to be, oh, no, it's basketball. So interesting. Well, shout out to basketball for showing its dominance out here. Yeah, way to go, NBA, for making everything way too pricey. <laughs> Bastards. All right, Love Kevin. It. You want to you want to get us out of here? Um, yes, it is outro time. You know, shout out to everyone that give questions, especially to the the real Miss Cindy Luhu, part of the hometown homies. I'm saying it right here on the podcast. I think we need the hometown homies on the Manly Musings. It'll be a crazy podcast, but we're going to figure something out because you guys sent us some great questions. So (laughs) had to let that cough out first. Let's go ahead and hit this outro because this podcast is very long and Andrew is going to have to edit this. So shout out to you, Andrew. Crushing it. it. He's going to hate us, but we love you because you're a stud. So first off, if you want to watch this madness on in the, on your screen, go ahead and follow us on the YouTube at, the Manly Musings Podcast. <coughs> Follow us on the Instagram, the podcast Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod. Follow Merritt at his Instagram at Merritt underscore P. Follow yours truly at K Cueva 624. Also, we are available on your Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Am I missing anything else? Uh, I think we're mo- trying to get onto Google. <coughs> Uh, and a couple other spots. So, guys, you can listen to We're us. We're going to be everywhere soon, yeah. guys. The idea is We're- to get everyone you know, involved with this. So, um, thank you, everyone, for continuing listening. Kevin, get us out of here. Yes. 
And like we say all the time, and this is for real, even though I used to say it as a catchphrase because I've been stealing it from one of my favorite podcasts, but I really got to hope you all take care and please take care of your hair. Peace out. Peace out.